And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. The World of Myth Bits. Hey everybody, welcome to the World of Mythbits. I am your host, Stephanie Barty, and this is episode 67. And yeah, I'm a little late, I know. I had technical difficulties. See, I have a guest. I wanted to have a specific guest on my show this week. And my guest was having issues. So, technical issues, but issues nonetheless. So anyway, here we are. We're a little late, but better late than never. Um, I have some housekeeping to get out of the way first, so just throwing this out here so you know, Open Contract Challenge is starting again soon, and it will be starting on... Okay, so I'm in the States now, and it was American that wrote this, so that's month, day, year. Okay, so March 22nd. So get your stories, get your poetry, get your artwork polished up, and get your pitch ready, because we are doing it again. And if you want to talk to somebody who's been through the process, who successfully completed each part of the contest and won last year's Open Contract Challenge, talk to Melissa Ridley-Elms, which I had the absolute pleasure of sharing a a spot at the Jason Mon Pop Culture Expo two weeks ago, and she'll tell you, you know, this deal is real. You know, you do win, and you get a book, and you get to sell it, and it's great. <laughs> she had a blast. I'm assuming she had a blast. We spent most of the day killing ourselves laughing and taking pictures and just having a great old time, and I mean, she was selling books left, right, and center, so... It can happen, folks. So, yeah, March 22nd is when the contest begins. So stay tuned to our Facebook page. Um, if you put in at open contract, it'll bring you to the page and you can like it. And yeah, so get your stuff together. And there's a couple of you out there that I am talking to. You know who you are. Get your poems ready. Get your stories ready. Let's go. I want to see them. Come on. Chop, chop. Okay. I think that's all the housekeeping that I have this week because I didn't get a message from the Almighty telling me I have 16 things I have to talk about. So I'm going to tell you about my day because I'm making my guest week because, you know, I had to wait until it was too late last night and then my podcast was late. So I'm making him wait now. Um, I did something very, very difficult today. Well, Difficult if you don't know what you're doing, which I pretty much pretended that I knew what I was doing and convinced other people that I knew what I was doing and kind of in my mind had a mental picture of what I was supposed to be doing. And then I did it. And I only had to Google twice. Um, I fixed the dryer. The dryer, the drum inside had stopped spinning. It was still heating up and turning on and all that stuff, but the drum had stopped spinning. So... Um, my husband and I have always had secondhand dryers and washing machines. Um, one of our dryers actually did catch fire at one point in time, but 
I figured it had to be the belt that turns the drum. So I uh, I figured it was the belt. So out I went, and the trailer that we're staying in um, is owned by an elderly couple. So tools were a little finicky to try and figure out. They didn't have the exact tools, so I had to kind of make do with what I had. So, you know, I had um, a monkey wrench and a pair of pliers and a wrench, a little wrench. And I, I took the back off because um, the advice I had been given was, you know, it would probably be easier to get to the drum from the back. So I took the back off. Nope. Nope. It was not easier. So then I Googled, I lifted the lid, and I looked at it, and I'm like, this is where I need to be. And sure enough, I did find the belt in the bottom of the dryer, and it had broken literally in half. So I gave that to my mom, and I said, this is what I need. Go get it. So off she went to go and get a new belt. And I uh, I Googled, and of course, you know, you don't have to go in through the back, you go in through the front, and it's really easy to get in. So I took everything off, and the drum... When I took the front part off, the drum kind of popped down. And I thought, oh, no, I need to brace that up. It's going to break. I'm thinking it's attached on some spindle inside or something. And it took me probably a good 45 minutes before I realized that the drum actually comes right off, out of the way. So I removed the drum. Mom came back with the belt, and I fought, and I cursed, and I swore, and I fought some more, and I laid down on the floor, and I cried. <laughs> I, I pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled and I didn't think I was going to think the belt was too small measured it against the other belt nope it's the right size and I did eventually get it and got it all on and it does make a metal ticking sound so I'm probably going to have to take the front off again tomorrow and just maneuver the tension thingy yeah that's a technical term tension thingy um, to get it so that it's because it's rubbing against the drum the way it is right now but i think once the belt loosens up a little bit i mean it does fix itself after a few minutes it stops doing that so i might just leave it alone um but anyway i fixed a dryer today all by myself so i'm very proud of myself so i wanted to bring somebody on the show because last week i raved about pce and how much fun I had. But um, the promoter and organizer and pretty much dude that did it all was in no shape to be on the show last week. Um, so I figured I'd give him a week off to kind of find all the brain cells that he lost and some of his sanity and then have him on the show. So we are going to welcome Mr. David K. Montoya to the show if Are you there? There hey, you are. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. How's you doing? Okay, so maybe he didn't get back all of his sanity. <laughs> I, I can't do anything about that. It was a pretty crazy week leading up to PCE. And then the day of PCE, he was kind of just a blur going by for the most part. <laughs> so, um, how's your feet? They are, and not being funny, they, they actually still hurt. They really do. Uh, 
I can imagine. I can imagine. It was, uh, there was a whole lot of running, even just up to, because I was there the week before. So I got there on the Monday and the event was on Saturday. And I think we pretty much started at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock every morning. Well, you did. Yeah. I hung out at the hotel until three or four. <laughs> but you started going from the minute you dropped Zoe off at school. You were running until it was well past bedtime, <laughs> doing stuff. And then that day, you were here, there, and everywhere. Like I said, you were a blur. So, for those who aren't in the know, and if you're not in the know, then what the hell is wrong with you? Why did you decide to do PCE? The... You you want the whole story or the half story or just... I got like an hour to fill, so... The whole story. I want the truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God. Okay. <laughs> so here, here comes the whole story. The whole story is the original idea for PCE came as a way to pay for the Hall of Fame, which, ironically, was the only thing that did, did not, not happen. Um, and initially when we started talking about it, it was going to be at the, uh, the conference center next to the, the, uh, Hilton Gardens. And it was just going to be really small and really intimate, 1400 square feet. And I was like, you know, I was okay with that. And my initial thing was, is that, you know, again, we were going to, it was just going to be small, just enough to get what we need to pay for the, the hall of fame. And then, Whatever we had left over, we were going to donate it to uh, the Autism Speaks. And then we went to Comic-Con, Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario, California. And um, anybody that knows me, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to talk about my kids all the time, especially, you know, with, with this situation. Um, Jay, who's my oldest, who's autistic, he had a meltdown and that, it kind of like, you know, I, I could do that. And, and uh, that's where the SSD came from, you know, the sensory sensitive ticket. And we did, we offered sensory sensitive ticket. And I did notice that there was, there were people there. Yeah. That was, that was handicapped and that really, there were kids there. Yes. And, um, that one kid with the red balloon. Yeah. That's the one that I remember. Yes. Just running through there with this big look of glee on his face. He was just so thrilled. It was, it was, well, it grew into what became PCE. And, you know, as we approached it and we started talking about, you know, who were going to come in and the original people that were supposed to come in and this person had a heart attack and this person had heart surgery, literally, like right before the show. And, you know, we had last minute additions and, and we were, I just, it, it all just kind of stemmed from wanting to, to do something for the kids. And it, it still carried on. That was my whole thing. And there, I'm sure when Rebecca, my sister Rebecca, who was there too, she, you know, she got video and, and pictures. There's quite a few times that while I was running around dealing with everybody and, and their issues and their situations, I did have an opportunity to catch out on my peripheral, my two little girls running around having a good time, you know, and daddy got to do that for them. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, you know, 
that was my main motivation. And my son, who, again, kind of helped create this whole concept of the SST and the, you know, for the, the sensory sensitive, and he was there. Well, you know this firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was, he, he was right he across his, from me. Yeah, he was, he had his own booth, and, uh, from what he told me, he did talk to a couple people. He made a new friend, the guy that I guess was next to him, Kennedy. I guess they became friends, which is really cool. And, you know, I, I, I couldn't be happier with it. I mean, yes, there was some snags. Yes, there was some, uh, some things that happened behind the scenes that I, I can't actually say because I don't have any type of proof or anything, but, but overall it was a success. And it was my kids. It was, it was all for the kids. I mean, originally it was started for the Hall of Fame, but again, you know, we didn't have the Hall of Fame. And then it, did, it was just the, the drive to the, you know, for in, the kids. In all, in all reality, um, by the time we did all make it to the restaurant after PCE, I don't think we could have handled getting all gussied up and having to go to a fancy dinner. No. <laughs> we, we were all, we, we kind of, for those that don't know, um, the Hall of Fame dinner obviously didn't happen, but those of us at the World of Myth that were there, um, Did have there dinner. were there were a few of us, and it was the first time for a lot of us to ever meeting in person. Um, we did get together and we went out for dinner, and we were all pretty much dead. <laughs> we were, and I, and I have to say that Korean food because that was the first time first experience with Korean food. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, food. I've never gone to a restaurant where I actually have to cook my own meal. And still pay three hundred dollars for it. Yeah, but I didn't cook it. Rebecca <laughs> cooked it. Oh, there you go. Rebecca did all the cooking, so. Uh, very cool. But uh, okay, so when you first sat down with the concept of PCE, you knew you wanted specific vendors. You knew yeah. you wanted cosplayers. You knew you, like you wanted costumes. You wanted celebrities. From the original concept to what actually came about and and was presented on February 8th, how much of your expectations from the beginning to the reality changed? Like, were you, um, did it meet your expectations? Did it exceed your expectations? Did you get what you were looking for? The original concept, again, you know, when we had that 1,400 square foot, mm-hmm. and and I bring that up because we went from 1,400 square foot to 14,000 square feet. That's how big the, the venue was. And that's a big and difference. It is. And originally it was supposed to be uh, Sam Quasman, Eddie Deason, and Carl Gottlieb. They were the only three people that were supposed to be there. That was it. Um, we were going to hold a, just a small little cosplay contest and maybe 20 vendors at most because I, I didn't think we could actually hold anything bigger than that in the, the original, uh, venue. And, you know, we had every single comic shop in the high desert was present and they all showed their support and, and, my my heart and love go out to them because they rolled the dice and they took a chance on my dream and other than one person 
which we were friends before this, you know, who owned a comic shop, the, the new, the, well, they were new, they become new friends to me. They didn't know me from Adam, but they, they could see my passion. And so they were there. The comic people were there. We had a, a great, one of my favorite, because I bought two myself, is they took paper, origami paper, and they folded it into these brilliant characters. And, you know, they took a ch- Everybody there was just ch- <laughs> I did see a Baby Yoda go by at one point. I have the Baby Yoda right here. Ah, that's where it went. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's trying to get. No, leave it alone. Because I was going to go back and get it, but it was gone. Yeah, Zoe got it. Ah. And, um, I, I honestly, what do you think? Do you think maybe 30, 40 vendors? You know, originally, there was no plans for a wrestling event, which was the absolute highlight for me. Um, yes, I will honestly say, folks, I did actually get to see our calm, cool, and collected, illustrious leader geek out big time. <laughs> <laughs> He was a 13-year-old boy sitting in the seats watching wrestling. Yes. It was kind of cool. And it was, it was, it was a dream come true. Um, you know, when, when Randy and I, Randy, my brother, um, when we were young, we used to pretend to be wrestlers and we, we'd cut up bail, you know, wrestling belts and wear championship belts. And we called it the JPWI, which for that, back then was, the, it was it was like junior pro wrestling. I don't remember what the I stood for, but I, the acronym stuck in my head. And you know, jump almost thirty years later, and at PCE was the very first real JPI, but it was our JPWI, which was Jazelmon Professional Wrestling International. And I actually just went to a meeting yesterday. Well, you know this. I went to two meetings yesterday. Uh, we're, we're talking about literally making this a, at, at least a monthly thing from here on out. You know, well, 2021 most likely, but you know, things are, things are happening. So in the grand scheme of things, it, it way exceeded my expectations because I, just about anybody in this world has more confidence in me than I do myself. And I, I, I always self doubt. I really do. And mm-hmm. I, I prepare for the worst, hope for the best. And PCE was better than what I had hoped for the best. So now that you have one under your belt, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> that was totally an unintended pun. I'm very proud of that. Um, and you've done the first one all on your own. I mm-hmm. you you can say you didn't do it on your own, but you did. We just showed up to lug the heavy stuff. I think the question. I mean, yes, it's all been thrown around that there will be um, PCE twenty twenty one. Uh huh. There's a rumor. Well, I think I've kind of squashed the rumor and. Yeah, I listened to last last week's episode. You kind of squashed that. <laughs> I did. You kind, of, you kind of put me in obligation there. I did. I did. I did. Well, you know, I want to see California in October, so I need a reason. Great time. Love Scare Fair. Scare Fair is a good one. Are you excited about doing it again? Now that you've kind of had a week to decompress, and are you 
jonesing to jump back into the fray, into the adrenaline. Yes, but I'm going to give you an answer that you're not expecting. My answer is yes for the simple fact that I want to prove to myself it wasn't a fluke. That's why. I want to prove to myself that... I, and I've said this, if anybody knows me, especially anybody that works for me, I will never ask anything that I've not never done myself. That is very true. I can vouch for that. And... Okay, PCE was great, it was fantastic, but I have to prove to myself, there's that small little doubt. And I have to, I have to make sure that it wasn't just a fluke. Even though, in the heart of hearts, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a fluke. Um, the amount of it, people that came through that door was not a fluke. But I, I, that's my motivation for this time around. And, uh, you know, I won't lie, as I was running from vendor to vendor and problem to problem, I'm like, what was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you kind of had a, I think it was around um, 11.30, maybe 12, you kind of had this deer in the headlights look as you went running by. (laughs) And then as it got closer to when the wrestling was supposed to start and... They hadn't come with the ring yet. There was, you know, this this look of terror. <laughs> uh, I had never had nobody call my name that many times in a single, in a single day. I was like, it, I, and I heard them, you know, where's Dave? Where's Dave? Where's Dave? Where's Dave? I'm like, I'm, I'm coming. You hold, you know, you're number one, you're number two, you're number three. We're literally going to go in that formation. And... But, I know, and they weren't just going to you looking for you. They were going to Rebecca looking for you, and they were coming to me looking for you. And it's like, he's there. <laughs> you were constantly on the move. Yes. It was It was absolutely worth it. It, it was... Um, I was just going to ask you that. It was unbelievable. And... I think the highlight of everything was when when Lily said, you know, this was this was daddy's. This was my daddy's. Yeah. That's kind of a proud moment. It is, absolutely. Fully entitled to puff out your chest and you know. <laughs> it's always good when you can make your kids proud. What was your favorite part of PCE? Oh my favorite part of PCE. Um Oh, wow. Let me see. Uh, Well, first of all, getting to wear, you know, the author badge. You know, wearing... I've, I've been to events, I've done events, and being on the other side of the table... Yes. Being... Knowing that you're part of something bigger. That you are... An attraction. Part of all of the attractions, you know, something that people are coming to see and you're interacting with the guests and getting to see their excitement as they're, you know, displaying their costumes and having a good time being there from start to finish and being part of it. And seeing as this was 
not just your first event. It was a historical event for the area. Yeah, we made history. Being the only Canadian in the entire building. <laughs> which, which all you have to do is say Canadian and you're like, yeah! <laughs> Nobody knew me by name, but as soon as I said I'm the token Canadian, they're like, oh yeah! Okay, we've heard about you. <laughs> a little unnerving, but kind of cool. And make sure you tell Grayson that if he needs a token Canadian, I'm more than willing to come and be the token Canadian. Because, you know, he did say it wasn't an event until he had a Canadian in his hands. That's right. I will, the, I will be that Canadian. Anyway, I digress. So that was one of the highlights for me, was being part of the behind the scenes. I mean, I was part of the behind the scenes from a distance, pretty much from conception. I was there when the idea popped into your head, and you went, hey, what do you think of this idea? <laughs> And I do believe my words were, are you crazy? <laughs> I believe they were. I really yep. do. Are you crazy? Are you sure? <laughs> and that was at the small little conception. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, the the plan to get to, to the Hall of Fame dinner. Um, but I think for me, my absolute favorite part was getting to meet people that I work with every single month that I talk to on an almost like a weekly basis, yeah. getting to actually wrap my arms around them and hug them and go, you, <laughs> it's you. I know you. Um, meeting the myth master was a thrill. You know, having the two of us in the same room, that was, that was, and we didn't kill each other. Yes. Well, and there well, was, California. there was, there was a chainsaw readily available walking around. I was going to say, and, but California is really strict on murder laws, so. Yeah, that's true. I don't think he'd kill me, though. I think it's more you know, a torture thing now. I think he likes having me around. Um, but, yeah, no, it was a real thrill for me to meet Jeff and to meet Melissa and to meet Kevin and to meet the Myth Master and, you know, to meet you. But I met you on the Monday, so <laughs> the thrill had worn off by Saturday. I'm kidding. Except, except the the driving. You you didn't mention that. Uh, oh God, no! I haven't touched on your driving. Although I don't miss, <laughs> I I don't. I will admit, I will miss your driving now because my brother in law's got home. But my brother in law drives just like you do. So I didn't. I haven't missed your driving yet. Um. <laughs> yeah. Wow. When when okay, just for future reference, if any of you ever happen to be in a vehicle with Dave, and he says. Hold on. It's not a metaphor. It's not a suggestion. It's a warning. Hang on. <laughs> Grab whatever you can. There's a bar. There's a handle right above the window. Grab onto it because you're going to need it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Make sure you have really good upper body strength because you're going to need it to stay in your seat. A couple of times, almost ended up either in his lap or out the door. Depending <laughs> on which direction he was turning. And if I was in the back seat, I almost squished Zoe. To be fair, that was Vegas. Well, Vegas traffic. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I, I had to drive like that here in, you know, California. But you were running Vegas. on stress and adrenaline. Your driving did not change from state <laughs> to state. The closer it got to Saturday, the more uh -huh. erratic you became. You know, I was pretty much making out my will and and. 
praying to the Almighty before I got into the vehicle. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> now, you're driving. I got used to your driving. Yeah, that, was, that was fun, though. Yeah. Just until you, blew, until you blew a tire. That was not fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sucked. That was not fun. Well, it was, Vegas. It, it was an adventure. It was an adventure. <laughs> oh, this whole week was then. Oh, the last, the last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it been was, a week. Yeah, it's been it's, a minute. <laughs> I, uh, yesterday, I sent a, a, a email out to all the vendors, uh, you know, and just thanked them for coming and, and, and taking a chance with me. And it literally, it took me an entire week just to, mentally kind of get back into and honestly I don't even feel like I'm back into that capability that headspace can what thinking coherently yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) no it's going to take I told you it's going to take you a while it's going to take you a while because that was it was in all reality that was a huge event you had um eight celebrities nine celebrities Nine celebrities, yeah. Nine celebrities plus a ton of vendors. Yes, plus Plus the artists, the writers. The artists, the writers. You had the 501st show up, and you had a cosplay contest go on, which had an incredible turnout. You had wrestling going on. So it was a huge event. Um, So, yeah, it's going to take you a bit. To process that. That's interesting you say that because I don't think it's fully hit yet. That you pulled it off? Yeah. <laughs> and in that respect, um, because you did organize and plan and book all of these things and do all of these things and print up all the tickets and print up all the flyers, hand out all the tickets, hand out all the flyers, go to all these separate vendors, talk to all of the celebrities yourself, set up the... Re- you did everything on your own. Going forward, what's the lesson that you take away from that experience? On the 22nd of this month, my eight-man committee and I will meet to talk <laughs> about <laughs> talk about PCE 2021. Should we have a round of applause? The man learned how to delegate. <laughs> it wasn't easy. Now, you can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> no. I, you, need, you need help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it needs to be better. I, You know, I, again, anybody that knows me knows I'm never satisfied with whatever it is. You know, there's always that room for improvement. To answer your question, I, I have learned that I can't, I can't do a better job without help and um, you know like I'm, I'm going to teach Rebecca how to do this um, because she, I want her to learn I want her to be in charge of Scarefare because that is more her her thing mm-hmm. and her vibe actually her and Jenna who is the, the graphic artist those are the two that I want to work together mm-hmm. and and uh, but as far as PCE, PCE will always be special because it's the first, and 
it's always got a top. Every year, it's got a top. It has to. And uh, I've got people that... I have owners of comic book shops that are a part of the committee. So this thing has literally mended issues between people for the greater good of the community. So that, I don't even need to look awesome. at that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So before your phone dies and you <laughs> vanish on me, um, I want to touch a little bit on Scarefare because that okay. is the next big event that Jason Long will be putting on. Yes. Um, what Actually, you... I, I was going to say, I think it might be the Jason Dark Myth. I don't know yet. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Dark Myth would be good because, you know, it's dark. Well, I was thinking that, but the but Dark Myth is the publishing side of things. That's... Well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, go ahead. I, okay, I... so what do you, what are your, I mean, I know you don't have anything set in concrete yet. No, not yet. Lots of ideas, lots of notes. But what are some of the teaser ideas you can throw out? It's interesting that nobody has ever thought to do a, a horror con and a haunted maze at the same time. So while there's going to be an opportunity to, to go and meet celebrities from horror movies, um, you can also go into a haunted maze. Um, we've also are talking about, because we made really good friends with a special effects artist out of Hollywood. He was there. He had a vendor. He was incredible. And uh, hired him to do up people as zombies. And as soon as you get out of the car, have like a group of zombies come rushing at you and chase you into the venue. You know, it's... You will be putting out like warnings and... Oh, yeah. Stuff like that for people that, you know, scare easily. (laughs) Raising my hand here. Yeah. And... um, there's even talk about an after party, so we'll we'll see what happens with that, and you know what kind of legality it runs into. But it's it's basically it's PCE for adults because PCE was very family friendly. Scare Fair is completely eighteen and older, um, and it's just it's going to be darker because it's halloween and it's it's california in october which is september october in california are my absolute favorite months in this this, this area i love it mm-hmm. and um i know that you know like we had uh oliver robbins who was the last minute addition to pce he was the son in the original poltergeist and he had a good time and he you know he made some money at pce so we will sit down and, and talk negotiations with contracts for him coming. Um, Lisa Wilcox, who is from Nightmare Elm Street, she made good money here at PCE, so she's willing to come back. And, you know, I, I, I have a wide range of the celebrity horrors because I, I worked in that area, you know, and, um, all it requires for me is to literally just take my phone, go through contacts, and say, okay, let's see, let's see if they'll respond, how much they want. So I think it's it's going to be very much like PCE, but adult-themed, and you will be scared at some point, hopefully. And uh, I'm scared already. <laughs> oh, oh, there's one more thing. 
we've already started talking. Uh, Blake Grayson, who is our JPWI World Heavyweight Champion, will defend his title at Scarefare because at PCE we called it the explosion or the Expo Explosion. Uh huh. But but for Scarefare, we we're gonna have a whole nother card, and it's called the Fright Fight. So he will be defending his his world title. First time he, he defends his world title, he's going to be held up. He's actually he's going to surgery tomorrow, um, mm-hmm. and um, he he's given me you know. In fact, we're going to do some working out because he goes to the same gym I do. So I'm like, yay, gym buddy! So we're going to see you in the ring then. You can never say never. <laughs> I saw those wheels start turning. You can never say never, especially with me. You know, I, I'm I'm what six two two fifty. I'm the only thing I think I really need to work on. I, I, You're tall. We, <laughs> I have never felt so short in my entire life than I did that we spent in California. I mean, I I was the size of your children. <laughs> Uh, you had a couple of inches, at least a couple. On Lily. Yeah, I Zoe's... I, I think maybe I have half a head on, on Zoe. Maybe. <laughs> I won't buy October. Yeah, she's She'll be tall. taller than me. Yes. I have a name. Okay, one more quick question. Yes. Because um, you're at what now? Uh, Yom... At three percent. Okay. Do you have a date for Scarefare? October twenty fourth. Ah, see, I knew there was something set in stone. October twenty fourth. There's uh, there's there. How do I explain this? You know about the quickly, book, and I know about the book. Um, and my book is is literally my five year plan, and. I can say, okay, this is going to happen this year, but I have to have a date. When I have a date, that's when I do my best work because I have that that goal. And when I put it out there, I can't renege on it because everybody's expecting it. So that's <laughs> October 24th. Deadline. <laughs> Deadline. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much for... Gathering enough sanity and coherency to have big words, um, be on the show and talk to me and tell me all about PCE. Um, thank, thank you for coming. I mean, it was, it was, you know, it's, uh, I'm glad that you were there. And I'm, we talk about the world of Memphis family. And I, I want to say this before my phone dies. And, you know, after, of course, you know, you, you touched on it, the dinner after PCE. There was no, there was no awkwardness because that was literally the first time that we had met together. And legitimately, it felt like a family function. It felt mm-hmm. like we were all family. We've all known each other. I mean, we all did know each other, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's, it wasn't. It was something. I pretty much launched myself at Jeff as soon as I saw him. Yeah, <laughs> I ran the length of the hall 
to hug him. <laughs> and that is the end of the interview because his phone has died. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to end the podcast here on that note. Um, and apologize again for being late. I'm terribly sorry. I know people are waiting for it on Monday and I promise that next week's will be out on Monday. So don't forget to check us out at www.theworldofmyth.com. You can find us on Facebook at the World of Myth Bits podcast and the World of Myth magazine. You can find us on Twitter at the World of Myth Bits podcast and the World of Myth magazine. You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Barty author, no, author Stephanie Barty on Instagram at Stephanie Barty author. You can find me on Twitter at Lupa B. And yeah, don't forget, Open Contract Challenge starts March 22nd. So get your stuff ready. And I will talk to you all next week. See ya. The world of myth bits.